This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Office of Personnel Management is preparing new regulations to give federal employees paid parental leave. Could the government's method for determining locality pay be flawed? Meanwhile, another area of the country will be getting its own pay rate. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. New regulations to implement the paid parental leave law for federal employees are in the works. Employees with questions about the new Federal Employee Paid Leave Act should direct them to their agency's human resources offices. Those subject to the Family and Medical Leave Act will have access to 12 weeks of paid parental leave. The law applies to leave taken in connection with the birth or placement of a new child on or after October 1, 2020. The Trump administration says the methodology used to set federal locality pay areas and their rates is flawed. A group consisting of the Labor Secretary, Office of Personnel Management Director, and Office of Management and Budget Director says the system lacked credibility from its very beginning in 1994. The president's pay agent says it needs congressional action to make real changes, but it suggests the Federal Salary Council begin asking agencies to submit recruitment and retention data when making the case to set up a new locality pay area. Meanwhile, Des Moines, Iowa has been approved as a new locality pay area. The new location is not official until it goes through the Office of Personnel Management's rulemaking process. It's unclear how long that will take. The earliest federal employees in Des Moines may see new locality pay rates is January 2021. Des Moines was not included on the list of 53 locality pay areas the president approved earlier this month for 2020 pay raises. The pay raise federal employees will get in the new year varies a lot from place to place, and as Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, Washington, D.C. is at the top of the list. Congress and the president approved an average pay increase of 3.1 percent for civilian feds in 2020, but because of the government's locality pay system, the actual raises depend on where they live and work. Out of the more than 50 locality pay areas, the raise for the national capital region will be the highest in the nation at just over 3.5 percent. On the other end of the spectrum, feds who work outside of any designated locality pay area will get just 2.85 percent. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. President Trump names Robert Blair to be the new special representative for international telecommunications policy. He'll work on efforts to promote a secure and reliable global communication system and serve as a liaison to industry. Blair's current role is senior advisor to interim White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney. A small government reorganization enacted by Congress last year gets underway this week. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The Overseas Private Investment Corporation is now called the U.S. Development Finance Corporation, or DFC. The new agency combined OPIC with parts of the U.S. Agency for International Development, with bipartisan congressional support and President Trump's signature in 2018. But the final change was held up by the continuing resolution. With 2020 government funding and therefore new initiatives secured, the merger could proceed. I'm Tom Temin. The Navy is considering a budget proposal that would run counter to its previous plans of building a fleet of 355 warships. The plan is still being negotiated, but it would shrink the size of the current fleet from 293 ships to 287. Defense officials say it's one of several options under consideration to cut costs and fund other naval priorities. 
The military's commissaries and exchanges will have 4.1 million potential new customers starting this week. Veterans with service-connected disabilities, Purple Heart recipients, and former prisoners of war will be allowed to shop in the on-base grocery and retail stores. Congress mandated the benefit expansion as part of last year's defense authorization bill. The new rules take effect on New Year's Day. Eligible veterans will be able to gain access to military bases with their VA health identification cards. Raytheon has been awarded a billion-dollar contract from the Missile Defense Agency. The multi-year procurement order is for 62 standard Missile 3 missiles. The Defense Department says the total cost could end up being almost $2.5 billion. Production is expected to be done by March of 2025. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 